Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture Entitled How to Handle Distress By Sayyid Adli And this is 
one of the surahs that telling us about nature of a human being. It says, لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي كَبَدٍ Verily, we have created man in oil, hardship, difficulty, anxiety, worries. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us also, تَبَارَكَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ الْمُلْكِ وَهَوَلَا كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٍ الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةَ لِيَدْلِوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْتَمَ عَمَلًا Praise be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or blessed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one whose intent is the kingdom and the dominion of everything and he is able to do all things the one who has created this alive to test you so as a result of this test becomes the anxiety as a result of going through the hardship the difficulty you're going to be tested. And this reaction is going to happen. This feeling. So, by reading the Quran, you are not going to be surprised when something happens to you. And as a result of this, you're going to deal with it much, much better than the Kafir. You see, the more the person has Iman, the more the person can deal with, with anxiety with problems. Why? Because he already knew the nature of being in this existence, in this life. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَبْتُمْ مِنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنْكُسِ وَالْتَمَرَاتِ وَبَشِّرِ الْطَابِرِينَ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, I will test you Allah is telling us that he's going to test us. بِشَيْءٍ مِنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْتِ مِنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنْفُسِ وَالْتَمَرَاتِ وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَتْهُمْ مُصْطِيبَةٌ قَالُوا إِنَّ لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّ إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ أُولَئِكَ عَلَيْهِمْ صَلَوَاتٌ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ وَرَحْمَةٌ he say, we shall test you. I will test you. But out of his mercy, that when he test you, he test you, you will, will come. And come is something from Allah. Can you imagine if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put everything in you one time? Allah knows our nature. He, our creator, he knows how much we can handle. You don't wake up, you find as a dumbbell. You lost all the members of your family. Okay? This is not the normal case. But a person maybe loses son. Five years down the road, loses his wife. Two years later, he used a daughter. But it's not a common thing, usually, that a person wake up before the 15 members of the family, everybody says. So now when he says to us, he says to us with a little, something out of me. So even when Allah takes us, we can see the mercy of Allah. Because Allah can take everything. Who can stop Allah? Nobody can stop Allah. If he wants to deal with us in this way. But Allah is telling us, I'm going to teach you. So that means be ready. Prepare. So now when you prepare with the calamity habit, like somebody who's driving and almost carrying a spare firewood. So it's not to understand happy when they have a 
flat tire, but at least knowing having a spare tire it makes things a little bit easier than you because it's going to take 10, 15 minutes to take this tire and put another tire and keep going in the road. Different from a person who's not prepared. See? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us so we be prepared. We can be expected. Something can happen to us. Something can be falling in us. You see? So when it falls, we already knew in advance that we here to be tested. And with the test, with the anxiety, with the sadness, with the worry, it's going to be to be worse. So we did not despair and run away crazy because we know there is a mercy coming with the calamity. With this sadness, with this fear, with this suffering, with this anxiety, there is a blessing company with it. You see, there's going to be some fear, some starvation, losing some of the property, some amphus, this, of the beloved ones, members of the family, from Samarat, visitation, crops, but Allah after this is telling us what? Mabashkiri Sabiri, give glad tidings to those who have patience. This is very important. The Muslims have to learn how to deal with anxiety, how to control their anger, how to glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the time of hardship and the time of good. Not only when I get something, now I'm happy and I have a smile. But when something else happens to me, now I go crazy. It doesn't work. Like okay? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives glad tidings to the one who has patience. Just when something falls in them, they say indeed. We belong to Allah, and we shall return to Allah. So, what I'm trying to say here, my brothers and sisters, that worry, sadness, anxiety, is part of a person, human being living in this life. Regardless if this person is a Muslim or non-Muslim, male or female, or the young, Arab or non-Arab, everybody wants to have something in this. Okay? So this is something part of the nature of being alive. And you could not imagine life without anxiety, without hardship, without worry, without suffering. It's going to be there. And don't think because they are a student that the teacher doesn't have hardship and difficulty and anxiety and worry. Yeah? The teacher has it. Now you worry about the test with the exam. And you're getting closer, getting closer, getting closer. But don't think that the professor, he doesn't also have a worry. He has maybe the worry when he goes to correct your paper. And he doesn't have enough time. Which one is going to pass the exam? And what about if his supervisor going to check the paper? He has his own worry. The rich and the poor. The married and the single. The one who has kids and the one who doesn't have kids. Whatever it is. The one who is war and the one who is in Those people are in war. They worry and their anxiety and their problems about how they defend themselves. And those people who are in peace, they may be correctly understand now, preparing for something else. Let's understand. Everybody are worried. Not only the people of Iraq have anxiety, even the people in America have anxiety. You see? So 
doesn't matter who you are, you're going to have some kind of glory and sadness and uh, it's going to be always. But this also will be a little different from one to other. What kind of position you hold in, your worry will be according to your position. A person who's an imam in a small community, in a mosque, we have worry of when the mosque opens, somebody gives a khutbah, is that just because is the mosque is clean, everything running or no? But if person who running the Islamic university, he has more worry, they have 300 students. You see? So what kind of responsibility and obligation that we have is also going to show the level of anxiety that we call it And also how much demand the person will have. How much is the person will be able to deal with the society and the market? You see? To give you examples here, the Prophet وسلم, and who is with him in the case? You sure? Alright, Abu Bakr. But, ثاني اثنين اذهما في الغار اذ يقول لصاحبه لا تحزن why ان الله معنا here Abu Bakr with his iman is not the same level like Rasulullah Abu Bakr Abu Bakr was worried Abu Bakr was worried was not the same level like Rasulullah Something happened in 
the past or happening now or it's going to work as habit. You see? Some, as an example, my daughter passed away. So now what's happening to me is what? Exactly. About something has happened. You see? But now I'm tired to drive. Take 25. Because I want to catch my flight. Now I'm talking about what? A future, eh? And this is making me what? <laughs> so make you what? Worry. You see? And something that's happening now. You see? Make somebody make college now. Okay? So, whatever it is, the terminology that we use, sadness or worry or anxiety or uh, high blood pressure or getting nervous or you could not focus anymore, you could not get yourself together. All this comes as a dealing with part of being alive, dealing with public, dealing with anxiety, dealing with, with different things from here and there. And how is the person going to deal with this thing? The more that a person has a, a higher responsibility, the more that the person will have anxiety and worry and sadness and things like this to deal with it. And the more that the responsibility, what kind of things that you deal with also will be the level of the things that the person will be dealing with. We can see in the life of the previous prophets and righteous people that things like this happen. But we understand that nobody is free from it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sitting up in Surah Al-Najd. وَأَنَّهُ هُوَ أَضْحَكَ وَأَكَّى That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who caused you to laugh or to weep or cry. Both of them is from Allah. Everything by Allah. There is nothing happening in this life except by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah decrees everything. Even your sadness, even your tears and your insight. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He knows about it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Adam alayhi salam, after such disobedience having to him, from him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, قُلْ مَحْبِطُوا مِنْهَا جَمِيعًا فَإِمَّا يَأْتِيَنَّكُمْ مِنِّي هُدَى فَمَنْ تَبِعَ هُدَايَ فَلَا قَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ Get you all down. And when the guidance comes from me to you, whosoever follow my guidance, there is no fear, no sadness upon them. See? Now this is two things that we deal with here. is the hope, the fear, and the sadness. Okay? But, if the person is sick, to struggle with the in the book of Allah, and the authentic sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to stick to a Sirat al-Mustaqeem, now this will be the safe way for you to get out of the fear and the anxiety and the sadness and all the things. Stick to the Quran. Stick to the Deen of Allah. Look to the Prophet sallallahu when something happened to him. He ran to what? The lawyer? He ran to family consultation? He had something more important. You will get up and do what? Salah. You get to the Salah. 
we go in a private station, him and Allah, talk to Allah, make it a salah, okay? So, this is the way. When it happens to you, there is a way, there is a refuge. You see? How many Muslims they run to somebody who call, uh, uh, what you call this, although they even a kuffar, but they go there for family consultation. And they're supposed to be dealing with their anxiety. All the three people sitting in here, you understand? I forgot what we call this person. Hey, I like a cafe. Okay? And listen to them, and after this, 100 bucks for one hour. All what they do is stand and listen. All what they give you, chance, give it out what it. Go ahead, talk about it. Talk about it. You can do the same thing. Go and say, Subhanallah, la ilaha illallah, oh Allah. And start to call in Allah. You will be much better than you understand. You put another hundred dollars for nothing. You see, why you can give it for free? فَمَنِ اتَّبَعْهُ إِذَاهِ فَلَا يَذُلُّ وَلَا يَذْقَرُ We think that the Prophet, the Prophet, they dealt with anxiety. And the Prophet insisted. And when the truth said, and even fear, and was from one person to the other person to the different. As example, look to the Prophet, Yaqub, alayhi salam. Did he have some anxiety? Did he have some sadness? Did he get some tears? Yes. He lost his tongue. But he didn't know if his tongue alive or dead. Eh? And he lost his tongue, the most severe tongue to him. Okay? He doesn't know what's happening with the little boy. With Yusuf, alayhi salam. And he left with this sadness. But he was saying, I'm complaining about my grief to Allah. And it says, He weeps too much to such a degree that he became blind. You see? And he is the Prophet of Allah. Even this. You see? Even this. But he still continues having hope. He has continued having hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He never stopped having hope. Through the difficulty and the hardship and the sadness and the fear, he continued holding hope that Allah will return him one day. But instead of Yusuf coming back to him, what happened? He was is the other one that he loved more after Yusuf. You see? And this is the work of Allah. And he didn't say, give up and say, forget it, man. It's too much thing. I'm calling in you to get me Yusuf. Now he's taking the other one. He continues. And he never gave hope and telling his own son, Yadani Yadabu Fadah. From the news. Oh, my children, go and keep, keep searching. Keep searching. You see? So, trusting in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and calling in Allah doesn't stop you to take means and ways to try to see, to reach your goal. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he has He has sadness. He has worry. Look what was the worry of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We know the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was having poverty. And like Aisha radiallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, 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 he
وما يقل في بيوت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Three questions they want. They observe three questions. And this is what two months. And no fire been kindled in the house of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم. What does it mean? No fire. That means they did not cook a hot meal. But the Prophet was not worried about this. Look to some of us that when Abu Mahmoud comes back and he didn't bring the gallon of milk to him, Abu Mahmoud going to turn uh, the Prophet, like they say, okay? Now it's no, no, it's not going to be a peaceful night in the house, it's going to be a war. Did I tell you before you go to the mosque, bring the gallon of milk and now for God? This is the main worry. Huh? Sometimes we have things that will make worry over it, which is not even deserved it. But look to the worry of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Kahf. فَلَعَلَّكَ بَاقُعَ النَّفْسَكَ عَلَىٰ آثَارِهِ إِنْ لَمْ يُؤْمِنُ بِهَذَا الْحَدِيثِ أَتَفَاهِ Perhaps, O you Muhammad, telling yourself out of dreams over this, because they don't want to accept Islam. Compared with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his worry, and our worry, and the worries of people who live in nowadays, from leaders and imams and people in positions of responsibility of our The Prophet was so worried because he knows that these people, if they die without accepting shahada, being Muslim, they want to go to hellfire. And he was so worried about this to such a degree about killing himself after thinking and trying to accommodate them, how we can give them the. Is already in a book, 
written before we've been affected, before it takes place. So calm down. Don't get excited. Don't you understand? Jump and hit the roof. What you hitting the roof for? Make it easy. It's already known to Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala know about it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote it. Allah decreed it. Allah meant for it to have it. So take it easy. Calm down. Remember Allah. Have some iman. Why are you jumping? A Muslim doesn't go in the bridge and jump in the water. This is not the way to deal with, with, with the problems and hardships. Huh? This is not the way. So Allah said it on. That's why what I have in it. He's already been raised. He's already been known. And indeed, this is so easy for Allah. To know it, to decree it, to write it, to make it happen. لِكَيْ لَا تَأْسَوْ عَلَى مَا فَاسَكُمْ So you don't agree. You don't be sad. You don't be sorry for what you make. What you make is not for you. Okay? لِكَيْ لَا تَأْسَوْ عَلَى مَا فَاسَكُمْ وَلَا تَفْرَحُوا بِمَا آتَاكُمْ And don't be so happy about what you do. Because both of them already decreed before. Okay? So, calm down. Thank Allah at all times. Because both of them, the good and the bad, is by Allah and been decreed. So be ready for both of them. When it happens, it happens. It's from Allah, by Allah. And jumping up and down is no one to change it. Is it truth or not? Jumping in the river is no one to change it. Going to make it well. Huh? Breaking the glass, stopping coming to the mouth, taking your headpiece off, leaving the house, full more, it doesn't change it. Stick with it. Stay there. Be patient. Remember Allah. Get up and make wudu. What is done, what he meant. He was planning to catch it this aeroplane, he meant it. But not for you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't need for you to catch it. You put the application, you try to get the job, you didn't catch the job. It's already been written down. Why you jump it up and down? Take it easy. لِكَيْ لَا تَأْسَوْ عَلَى مَا فَاتَكُمْ Neither you be so happy about what you get, okay? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't love those people who is proud, arrogant, okay? We found some of the Sahaba come to the Prophet Not because they ask his money, they ask him to participate in the battlefield. You want to go for jihad. But the Prophet وسلم, as he came in Surah Al-Tawbah, verse number 92, the Prophet وسلم, he said, قُلْتَ لَا أَجِدُ مَا أَحْمِلُكُمْ عَلَيْهِ تَوَلَّوْا أَعْيُنَهُمْ تَفِيدُ مِنَ الْدَمْعِ حَجَنَا أَلَّا يَجِدُ مَا يُنْتَقُونَ Oh Prophet of Allah, we want to go in jihad. But the Prophet وسلم, he has limited resources. Huh? You don't have enough horses, enough camels, enough, huh? Say, I'm sorry, I could not take you. Those people did not say, yeah, yeah, it's good, good, I'm not going. Now I can go be with my wife, with my children, everything's fine. Enjoy my TV, enjoy my recliner in the house. See, they turn in that home, crying. 
enthusiasts and Muhammad Adi says and out of the Mishad and all the things and maybe some of you here this morning you saw how much the brother came with paper all the reports about Muhammad Adi from the Mishad thank you very much he has revealed he said brother Aqib Walker and brother Sheikh Ahmed whatever his name I forgot what is the name in Mecca if he has any solid evidence he can produce like black and white do you have anyone of my days that you can show me something that I'm saying is not on the manhaj of the Salaf? Aqeel Walker is not an evidence. The person can be lying against me. Sheikh so and so in Mecca who teach in Umm al-Quran, he lie against me and he say this man, he is lying and he claims that I'm from so and so and he told them he never taught in the Haram. This is fine. Okay? Everybody has this own anxiety. He's talking about 27 years. He said, Ahmed, where you were 27 years ago? How do you think that you... Why you don't say, I don't know if you don't know? What about if I get my certificate and show it to the people, written and and with the seal from the Ma'had that Muhammad Sadat was teaching in the Arab? What are you going to say to the people? And what are you going to say to Allah in the name of God? You see? So we deal with anxiety every day. People, I got tired and said, please, anybody say something about me, don't come and tell me. Don't come tell me. I lived for a month after a month with crime and sadness and I don't know what the deal is. But Alhamdulillah, Allah bless me to get over it. Now I say, listen, brother, do you think I'm a deviant? Any brother, any website, anybody, I tell them, listen, I don't have time for this foolishness. If you think I'm a deviant, don't to buy my safe, don't to come to my lecture, stay away from me, because I have a mission, I have to keep going, teach the people what Allah has given me, doesn't matter if I was a teacher or not a teacher, do you see me teaching something today, that is contradicted to the book of Allah, or the sunnah of Rasulullah, or the man of the Salaf, show me, I don't have time, with this, you know the truth, because the truth, not because the truth, because who say it, if she's so and so saying, now he's become right. But if Muhammad Zayn Adi said it, now he's a deviant. Abu, Abu Huraira radiallahu anh, Abu Huraira radiallahu anh, the shaitan when he came and visited him for three months. After this, in the third night, he said, Da'ali, wa'a'allimuka kalimat, yanfa'uka allahu bihim. Let me go and I will teach you some words which Allah will say if you do with it. If you go to sleep, recite Ayatul Kursi, and Allah will put the Hafiz, the protector in you the whole night to protect you until the morning. The Prophet asked Abu Hurairah, What did this man tell you last night? He said, O oh, Prophet of Allah, he claims he goes to teach me something good. Allah will finish me with it. He what? He said, To read Ayatul Kursi when he was, he said, Sadaqa wa Wakadun. He's a liar, but what he told you is right. Doesn't matter the information comes from who. Is the information right? Take it. Doesn't matter who's giving the information. It comes from the East or the West. It comes from a Kafir or a Muslim. Come. And Alhamdulillah, everything, I put it in a tape and I let it for the public. I don't hide information, you understand? Anybody can take this tape that I'm just saying and give it to Sheikh Ahmed, whatever. I don't know what his name is. That who claim and say 
that uh, belongs to this group in Morocco, and he named a sheikh there, and never even heard about him. And he says that I'm not dead, and I never thought in the haram. Brother, what are you talking about? I have a seat with sitting between Rukni Yamani and Hajar Ismail, and I know where it is. And I used to sit with him, and I used to teach him, and I'm not going to be arrogant or boasting. But if somebody asks me, what is your qualification to teach? I say, I used to study in such a place, I used to teach in such a place. So now people making a big thing after 27 years of teaching in America, people coming to check me out now. I go to somebody who may be younger than me, 15 years, asking him about me. What do you know about me? You don't know me. Now he say, I'm, I was not. Now I have people who are living in America today, used to study in Umar Qura 30 years ago. And he told me with my, with my own eyes, in the head, teaching there. And some of them in Philadelphia now, imams of a masjid, and I have enough people tell me, from the people used to go many times. And I name people. I have eyewitnesses, I have a certificate to say this, and I have enough. So I don't care. So I go with my own society. Am I going to catch the flight? I'm going to make it for the lecture. I'm going to be stopped in the airport. I'm going to make me take my shoes off. I'm going to be able to go back home. Or because they detain me, because I have a long beard, I'm wearing a suit. I'm going to have my anxiety reading the internet. Every time I go to teach, wherever I teach, even the internet, somebody comes to me. Are you a salary? Brother, all what you need is stick around for five minutes. Stick for five minutes in the room. And listen to what I'm saying. You will know if I'm a salary or a deviant. Because you don't, you see, if your aunt lives in China, you don't have anybody else in China except your aunt. In our language, in Egypt, they say what? Al-Kitab yu'arafu bin Iwan. So now when you get, you say that you know the letter by its address. Now when you get, you understand the letter was a stamp from China, you don't know anybody except your aunt. Right away your mind will go what? Oh, my aunt. You didn't even open the letter yet, you see. So all what you need, brother, is take it in the website for five minutes and hear what this man is saying, okay? And see if he's a deviant or a talent. No, if you do not say, I-R-K-A-L, like this, he's not. If he said, I'm from Al-Islam, now it's not acceptable. If he said, I'm from Al-Firqat, Nigeria, it's not acceptable. If he said, I'm from the manhaj of the Sahaba and the Tabi'in, and the Tabi'in, it's not acceptable. You have to say the word like this, or otherwise you are a deviant. You see? We live in, 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 in a life nowadays that's surrounded more with anxiety and everybody has is a different way with anxiety and hardship and difficulty and sadness and we can cry. And I'll be honest with you, I lived for some time with my anxiety, with this foolish. And subhanAllah, subhanAllah, I give you something, my brothers and sisters, as advice. Those who want to grace against you, leave this to Allah. Say, Hasbi Allah wa ni'mal wakil. When something will want to grace against me, it takes a month, it takes a year, six months. And this person who will talk bad about me, Allah will make somebody who talk bad about him. I was so surprised. I saw, I almost say like a miracle, brother. And Allah. Some people that will never 
كلر كيف بتصدق القبائل وفي مصدرين بكيف المجلة الدعوة في السعودية أريبيا. so and so I understand what he's saying is wrong and his his عقيدات كرافتك he needs to come and sit under the Quran. wow. and the latest of all this person who been making a lot of accusation and a lot of lies on me from Atlanta, Abdul Wafar. Finally, I just heard two weeks ago they kicked him out of the main health office. Everybody kicking somebody and somebody kicking somebody. I did not kick anybody. I remain. Whatever they say, they better not say me about what they say. Leave them. Leave them to Allah. Allah will deal with them. And I saw it with my own eyes. Those people that were talking about me, ill, like a bird, like bird, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deals with them. Now somebody higher than them is talking about them. Talking about them. You see? So this part of the anxiety that we live in with, don't go to the website of Sheikh Adli because he's not a sheikh, he's not in the minhaj. It's not a problem. We teach it for free. You can ask the brother of man, he can pay me anything for coming here. It takes me, understand, three hours and half line and all this hardship. And I hope that Allah will be to my effort. He pay for my ticket, he pay for my hotel, but he doesn't give me anything for three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and every weekend, alhamdulillah, flying. People just not paying me. I don't like some people who claim to be Salafi. Ask them to come to their town, he asks them for $1,200. And I'm not going to say his name. And when he goes there, his lecture is what? Salman al-Auda is not Salafi, Muhammad Adli is Ikhwani. Uh, all this thing. This is the lecture they give him nowadays. And he charges wealth and his dollar. This not for his thing. This only takes money for his thing. You see? And after this, people claiming to be Salafi, if this is the way of Salafia, anyway, not to go too far from our stuff. Now we, now we got to know about worries and excitement and sadness and fear. I'm telling you, we understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala understand that the people sometimes talk because this is one of the ways understand to show you from life. Sometimes we talk about Ibrahim and Ismail and Yaqub and all these people. But sometimes that you relate to the people to life examples from our surroundings so the people can relate to something close to them so they can understand how to deal with more things. This anxiety comes as a sickness, as a death, as failing in the test, not getting a job, marriage proposal thing, turn down, somebody talks about you like a dog, somebody say you are not a selfie, somebody come and hack your website, somebody understand, all kind of things, that's the cause the understanding that. So now we start to understand that we need to have our sadness and our worry for something greater. Then the car, somebody put the can of soda on it, and now made a spot on the car. Let your worry and your anxiety and your sadness and your fear for something great. Oh man, I think, understand, $30 for this guy. And now they just telling me in my job, now that I have to be green for all the employees. Now I just paid $30. You worry about your eyes and your shoes and we Muslims, we need to have a great of worry system. Especially if we are in the field of doubt. My worry now
now I'm like indicted. It's not that before a year or two years ago, when mashallah that you who claim to be the students of Sheikh Albani, they they made me like a dog and the Quran and Sunnah society talk about me like a dog, you understand? For a personal difference, this was my worry. Allah blessed me now to my worry to be what? Not about the people who get fighting and slander me, about when the people will wake up and get out of this personality and stop playing the games of Jack and Adil. Like the brother was telling me this morning, the Jack and Adil, and he brings it this folder that much about Muhammad Adil. And the internet is not the evidence. Allah says, Qul hafu burhanakum in court of the queen. Reduce your evidence if you are true, truly and truthful. That much. If he spends some time instead of making easy rocks and distributing it, and the study of Muhammad Hadley, and he used that in my khutbah, and you said in my class, did you hear me saying something in Muslim? And I say, oh, brother, Aqil Walker says this about you. And Aqil Walker, I have you understand evidence he talk with Sheikh Ahmed Zanzuni or what Ahmed, whatever in Mecca, and he has the tape. Yes, this is Aqil Walker talking to Zanzuni. But this is not my problem. What is it, Ahmed? What? Oh, no, 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 no. Somebody, uh, I, I listen to all the stuff I told him. Anyway, this is not the evidence. The evidence that the man will come and say, this is the page that he made in Texas, and you talk down about your copy. You say, oh, we have a, a guy here in America, he claimed to be this and that, and he talked bad about the, the color. The, talk about the color. And he talks about Sheikh Rabi and Sheikh Baz and he understands he say and this he claims, but do you have any you have at least hundreds of days sitting outside? Bring one day that I say anything else. If I do not have all my work and go now and sit under Sheikh Rabi to learn that now I'm not telling or I'm talking bad about Sheikh Rabi. Why? Why do I have to go in the street? You see? Now, if I did not study under Sheikh Ibn and I learned from Sheikh Ibn Abdul, now Sheikh Ibn Abdul is not in the Minhaj, or Sheikh Ibn Abdul is not in the Minhaj? If somebody say he's shafi and the other person they say he's handle now you go, oh, you could not marry my daughter because you are shafi, I'm Arab. Do you understand? This is what used to happen among the Muslims before. Now we want to go back again to the same way. So we say, brothers, all of them are our scholars. I study on the date, or I see the evidence more stronger here because the Sheikh says the Hadith is authentic, and the Sheikh can say he understands the Hadith. Well, we have a need. We have to understand. We can still live, and we can see what is more authentic and follow it. This does not mean that he took ill about Sheikh Rabi, Rahmatullah, But how people think? So my anxiety two years ago, what is the people talk about? What did you understand Abdel Min'im and Salim Hilali and Musa Nasr and Khuzi and all these people talk about Muhammad Ali? But now this doesn't care for me. What I'm very concerned about my anxiety now, about when the people will wake up and get out of this dogma and get out of this personal feeling and personality among the destroying the Dawah. The Dawah in America is destroyed. This is what's happening. This is my worry. This is my anxiety now. It's not about Muhammad Ali. Now I just say, I don't care. Whosoever say about me, let them say. 
Are we going to come and destroy to a common fear between us? Then Allah says, the Prophet says, that the Sahaba understood, this is our return, this is our way. No, but they have to say that you are Salafi. I'm not going to say I am Salafi. I follow the way of the Salaf. I still wrong, yet you are wrong. Why? Because you are not saying it. Rather, I'm saying one plus one equal to another person say three minus one equal two. So what's the difference? We come to the same result. No, you have to say the same words that I'm using. No, because you turn it to be a club in America. And this is the reason I'm not using it. And by Allah, I left in Egypt. I left in Saudi Arabia. I'm in Saudi Arabia. I didn't see the news that they're Salafi as much as the people use it in America. So now when I found it to be like, it came like a, uh, a glitch, now I don't want to use it. And Sheikh Abdul Hussein and the Atlantic again repeat it. And I'm sorry to turn away a little bit from the lecture because it's what happened this morning. I still have the tape of Sheikh Abdul Hussein. I still have and I still say, regardless that Akhil Walker say I'm a liar. No, I have the tape. The tape is available. They ask Sheikh Ibn Hussain, do we have to call ourselves Salafi? He said to them no, and he discouraged them to do so. I still have the tape. The tape is available, and the tape is available and have it. And the Sheikh before his death, the last time he made it, he made this statement in Mina. I have the tape. And if I follow what Sheikh Ibn Hussain said, you could not blame me. And he told me, but Sheikh Albani said you have to. No, I'm not going to follow Albani, is it? I'm going to follow Ibn Hussain. Now you're going to throw me out of Salafiyyah? You could not. Because Sheikh Ibn Albani, rahmatullahi alayhi, he doesn't have evidence from Quran and Sunnah to make an obligation for me. So I see more wisdom in what Sheikh Ibn Hussain says, so I'm going to follow this. Now you're going to throw me out of Salafiyyah? Because I follow a scholar different from your scholar. Let's see how we can deal with anxiety. There is different ways, and the first of all, the Tawheed. The more that you have Iman in yourself, the more that you can deal with anxiety. The way how you can control your anger. The way you can control your, 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 uh, your nerve. Okay? Why? Because you believe in Allah. You believe in the Qadr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you understand that everything by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That with Iman, you can deal with anxiety. With Tawheed, you understand that everything is from Allah by Allah. So you go to be patient, and you understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows everything. Your belief in Allah's unity and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, attribute. And that Allah knows everything. And now you're going to be willing to say, the calamity that falls in you much easier than somebody else who has the weak Iman. So this is the first thing that we need to do, that we have a, the proper Tawheed, the proper Aqeedah. Knowing that, whatever happens to you, you're going to be rewarded. You're going to be rewarded. When a calamity falls in the person, you understand that it's going to be reward, sickness, illness, uh, worry, uh, sadness, uh, losing some money, losing friends of you or a dear person to you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to be rewarding you for such a calamity falling in.
rewarded as a result of the calamity, this will ease the anxiety and make you calm down. The Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in the hadith, عَجَبًا بِأَمْرِ الْمُؤْمِنِ إِنَّ أَمْرَهُ كُلُّهُ كُلَّهُ خَيْرٌ وَلَيْسَ ذَلِكَ لِأَحَدْ إِلَّا لِلْمُؤْمِنِ إِنْ أَصَابَتْهُ ضَرَّاءَ شَطَرْ فَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُ وَإِنْ أَصَابَتْهُ ضَرَّاءَ صَبَرْ فَكَانَ خَيْرًا لَهُ Making the affair of the believer. All the affairs of the believer is good for him. Because if something good happened to him, he will be grateful and thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward him for this. And if something evil happens to him, and he calamity or misfortune happens to him, he will be patient, he will be rewarded for his patience. So all the affairs of the Muslims, regardless if it's good, something to make you happy or make you sad, make you laugh or you make you sincere, all of them is good for you. Because you know everything by Allah and that regardless if it's good or bad, you're going to be dealing with it according the proper way of the Muslim. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, ma yusibul Muslim bin nasabin wala wasab wala hamin wala hadam wala adha wala ghaf hatta shawkati yashakuha hatta shawkati yashakuha illa kafar Allah biya nil khafaya. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, nothing happens to the Muslim. Worry, tiredness, fatigue, sadness, calamity, even done by a needle, it will be creation for yourself. So now when you know that anything happening to you is going to be a means of creation and erasing your sin, now you're going to deal with anxiety and problems in a better way. And as soon as you get out of the limit, you're going to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows it. Allah will reward me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give me this one. Now you're going to calm down. Now you're going to be easy dealing with it. Anything that's happening to the Muslim is going to be expiation for his sin. So when you think about the reward that's going to happen as a result of the calamity, now you're going to what? You're going to be patient and you're going to be happy or at least you're going to be convinced as to what's happening to you. He says this about me, Allah says something good for me. I lost my son, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give me reward. Or I, I failed the exam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So anything happening to you, it makes you always, always try to think about the reward and the blessing that is going to come to you as a result of this. Number three, reflecting on the reality of dunya. This in prayer life is a temporary. You're going to leave it or it's going to leave you. So what about happening? You know, you think, where is King so-and-so? Where is President so-and-so? Where is the Khalifa so-and-so? They are not here anymore. They died. Where is Saddam? God. I do not touch him yet, but at least he's not in the throne anymore, you see? So when you think about the dunya, and those people who could visit the dunya, and those people who only buy Closing their eyes, giving a hand with their eyes, think, yes, sir. They say, jump. People will say, how hard? Look what happened to them. So now when you start reflecting in the dunya and how cheap is dunya, it's nothing. Now when the calamity falls in you, the anxiety.
heaven and he's dealing with this, he's gone. This dunya is nothing. And we as understand the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is telling us about the dunya, as dunya is not mu'min, we shall not forget. Dunya is what? In the prison. It's a shame for the believer. Huh? For the believer. But it's a jannah for who? For the cat. Now, what kind of belief you got, now you can observe the dunya. So now, whatever glasses you wear in, now you will see. So you wear in the glasses of Islam, you will see the dunya according to Islam. You wear in the glasses of Kuffar and the mentality of the Kuffar, you will see the dunya according to the way of the Kuffar. You will see it as a Jannah, paradise. Women, sons, cars, money, fun, dancing, jumping, huh? This is the way how they see each other for them. But if you are a believer, you understand that it's a prison. And the prisoner is still alive. But what? He has things tied. He doesn't have everything according to what he wants, what he likes. Is this true? Huh? The prisoner, when a person in jail is alive or he's dead, alive! But he could not exercise whenever he wants. You could not say, I need a lasagna, and I need to understand uh, shrimp, fried uh, shrimp tonight. Whatever food they bring to him, he will eat it. So he eats or not, he eats. He survives or not, yes, maybe half an hour a day. He can take a walk outside in the yard and come back again. So he's still living. But the kind of life is not the same as somebody in the street. So the believer, he lives, but... He lived like living in a jail. Yes, he could not get everything. Oh, I love this woman. Oh, I love this car. Oh, I want this money. He could not. But he still has a woman, and he still has some money, and he still has even. Oh, brother, it's 85. 85 models. What it takes you from the mark to your house to your, to your job? You could think. The engine is still running. Amen. But this man, this one, what?
meditation, then read the Quran. Are you better than the career? You're not better than him. Oh Allah, what Allah has given me, 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 Allah has given me, what 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 Allah has given me, Oh man, every wife, every woman that married him, he goes, at least he found another woman who wants to marry you. Whether this Jabi understands it, at least he, he understands it. You see what the Prophet is telling us? He's telling us, look to those who have less than you. Huh? إلى من هو أسفل منكم. ولا تنظروا إلى من هو أعلى منكم. Look to those who have less than you. It's the dunya, it's the material thing. And don't let the dirt go above you. Dirt are more than you. Why? So you can be grateful to Allah's favor. If you always look into the body, to the person who driving a uh, Jaguar, you're never going to appreciate the Martinis. Huh? You never. But if you look to the person who's standing by the bus station, I don't know if you have buses here, city bus and those, But if you found somebody standing in the snow, waiting on the bus, now you must appreciate this Cadillac that you're driving on door in 93. Is it true or not? Yeah, it's time to eat, huh? We feed in the present here, okay? We are feeding this, alright? Alright, let's go fast and understand since only 15 minutes left. Alright? Always remember, For you to deal with anxiety, think about the messenger. Read the stories of the prophet. See what had happened to him. Yunus is a prophet. He was in jail. But was a serious jail. Not like Yusuf. Yusuf was in jail and he was innocent. But Yunus, alayhi salam, he was in a maximum security prison. Huh? Maximum security prison. And also as a result of it, he pumping. He quite be sharp for permission of Allah. As a da'iyah, as a messenger, he need to wait until Allah gives you the green light. You quit? Okay. Now we'll put you in jail. And he jailed what? Banada fit zulumat. Zulumat is a plural. Darkness is. Not wonder. He was under the darkness of the night. He was under the darkness of the ocean. And look where! He was in the darkness of the stomach of the whale. How? 911 can reach to Jonah and get him out of there. Wow, man, he can, he can maybe go down in the ocean, but who would have the, the, the nerve to go in the stomach of the whale to get Jonah out? There's no man I could not do this. They shoot the whale, but maybe you shoot Jonah. Because you don't know what is unit inside. See? So when you start it, when you have a hard time, when you have a problem, when you're dealing with anxiety, when you're crying, but to think about your problem. Think about Mario. Think about Noah. Ibrahim, 
you're crying because the shuyukh talk bad about you? They put your name in the internet? No. Nine hundred thirty years given da'wah. Are you talking about because they want to take it and only two brothers came? So what? Huh? So what? Who you are? Muhammad Ali, so what? What, what you are? You are the messenger of the Prophet. And he stayed for 950 years. Now we come to Christ. Huh? The da'iyah when he starts thinking about it, somebody like this, and people who lost their children and think about Yahoo, and people who understand who don't have children and start to think about Zechariah, when we study the story and what happened to the Prophet, now we can deal with insight in a much better way. The Prophet had to be in the cave. The Prophet of Allah Muhammad has to be in the cave. Huh? Yes, he has to. Now, when you say, oh, one bedroom, it's not complaining, man. It's not complaining about one bedroom. Brother, you don't know how hot is Arabia, and I have two, two, two roommates. Brother, for the da'wah, for learning the deen, we go to we are not going to know it until he loses so he doesn't get it while he has so oh it's so hard in Saudi Arabia brother and uh, I have a brother there my roommate you understand he's 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 and I tell you, okay, Allah, and I'll give you my understanding. And I please follow you. Can you imagine a messenger asking ordinary man, the righteous man, saying, Can I follow you, please, to see to me? And after this, he making his application and say, I don't think he can uh, be patient with me. Reject him with me. He tell him you could not. Subhanallah. I said, Brother, I'm never going to this mark. Why? What happened? He sent the sheikh here at me. So we need to deal with insight by learning of others. Also, number 15. You look at these and say, wow. When did he look at 15? That doesn't matter 15, 7. Take it and this is, okay? He says, Nuhat. Nuhat. Calling in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Begging you understand this, bro. 15, bro. One after the other. And the opposite goes to the emergency room. It's not going to help you in excitement. He's going to get you closer to the fire. Leave this medicine alone. This goes alone. This is not for you because you are not safe. You are unsafe. You don't know how to deal with it. You could not be taken all the cells so you can die. This is wrong. You could not commit suicide. Go and call him Allah. Make a move. Get down on the prayer rather. Cry to Allah. Cry to Allah. Cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He teaches us a beautiful da'a thing that he used to say. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-amni wal-hadad. Wa'udhu bika min al-ajni wal-katan. Wal-bukhli wal-jubni. Wadala al-dayn wa ghalaba al-rijal. In the collection of al-imam al-bukhari rahmatullahi alayhi. Reported by Anas ibn Malik, the Prophet sallallahu used to seek refuge in Allah from worry, sadness, and anxiety, and being lazy, and be 
see. So all these things we call dua. And there is a special dua that I would like to teach it in the Muslim. Why? But it's not going to be enough time. Neither I can write it in generic or in Arabic. But I will advise you to go get Christian Muslim. Or this other book, uh, the authentic publication. Authentic publication of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This is a very good book. And learn this dua the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam telling us. That anybody been afflicted by a calamity, anxiety, worry, sadness, and he says this dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove his anxiety, will remove his sadness, his fears, his worries, and Allah will replace it with happiness. Very important dua. Very important prescription from the Prophet sallallahu If you have anxiety, you have sadness, you have worry, you have anything, say this dua. With belief and trust in Allah, Allah is not going to remove it only. Allah will remove it and replace it with inhabitants. The three prophets of Allah, should we learn it? They said, yes, learn it. Anybody who hears it, he has to learn it. This hadith is the collection of Islam Ahmed. And Sheikh Al-Bani, rahmatullahi alayhi wa sallam, the hadith to be authentic. I will say it one time in Arabic. So those that the dinner is ready. I didn't forget about it, inshallah. And let our uh, anxiety be about learning more how to remove anxiety more than we worry about the dinner because we can dinner, eat dinner, we eat dinner every day. But sometimes we don't hear about things like this every day. But inshallah, still stick by the rules. 15 minutes, 5 done, 10 minutes left. He says, you say, Allahumma inni abdu, wasnu abdika. وَأَنُ أَمَتِكَ مَا صِيَّةٍ بِيَدِكَ مَا صِيَّةٍ حُكْمُهُ عَدْلٌ صِيَّةٌ أَسْأَلُكَ بِكُلِّ إِثْمٍ هُوَ لَكَ سَمَّيْتَ بِهِ نَفْسَكَ أَوْ عَلَّمْتَهُ أَحَدًا مِنْ خَلْقِكَ أَوْ أَنْزَلْتَهُ فِي كِتَابِكَ أَوْ اسْتَأْثَرْتَ بِهِ فِي عِلْمٍ غَيْرِ عِلْمِكَ أَنْ تَجْعَلَ الْقُرْآنَ رَبِيعًا قَلْبِي وَنُورَ صَدْرِي وَجَلَاءَ حُزْنِي وَذَهَابَ هَمِّي Inshallah, with the trust, you will see the result. You will see the result. Because with trust, what the Prophet said. The dua is a simple meaning to the best of my ability translated that you will say when you are afflicted by calamity, anxiety, sadness, worry, fears, whatever term in English you want to use it, say, Oh Allah, indeed I am your slave, son of your slave, Male and your female slave. My affairs is in your hand and my court is under your command. Your judgment and your affairs is fair and just concerning me that whatever you deal with me is fair and just. I ask you Allah with every name which you have named yourself with it. For you know it's one of your creatures. All that you reveal it in one of your books, all that you kept it for your own self, nobody else know about it. That you made the Quran the spring of my heart and the light of my head, and they remove me and they remove my sadness and my worry, and you think that Allah will remove it. Okay? Inshallah, my brothers and sisters to learn. Okay?
Number eight, deal it your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Full trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you know that everything by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so leave your affairs to Allah. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to deal with it. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَنْ يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ فَهُوَ حَسْبُ Whosoever puts his trust in Allah, Allah will suffice him. So leave the matter to Allah. Okay? How much you give the plan and not the plan and be... Don't worry about it. Because what? Especially about things already to play. You're going to continue crying being sad about it. Like somebody died. You missed this flight. You been fired. So what? Even thinking about it, thinking about it, it's from the shaitan. Shaitan is playing games with you. You see, something already gone is gone. You could not bring it back. You can want to go get your husband or your wife out of the place? No. Leave it to Allah. Leave it to Allah. Okay? Get busy with something else. Don't keep it and focus and thinking about what has happened. Try to get yourself busy, and this one of the things to help you to deal with this, right? Get yourself busy with something. Don't sit leaning in your hands and not eating, not drinking, thinking about what has happened. Leave what has happened and get up, get a book, read, get in the computer, you understand? And go listen to a class, a live class, make sure you choose the right room. So, because you can sit in the wrong room, arrive and will it add more to your sadness by hearing things. Okay? So, if you don't know which room to go to, it's better not to go. Get up and make yourself die. Take a walk outside. Okay? Do something different of sitting in the spot. Okay? Move out of this area. Go visit a friend of yours or a relative of yours. Go to the mosque. Do something for the Muslim community. Go get the vacuum cleaner and start vacuuming the mud. Do something different. This doesn't do it usually. You see, to get you out of this environment of being sad and worried. Try to do something different. Okay? And especially if something that you will enjoy doing as a Okay? Just block. There is nothing wrong. Okay? Like this. Uh, pardon? Go get. 5,000 pieces of a puzzle and try to put it together. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not around. Okay? And try to put it together. It will make you take your mind off the problem that you've been thinking about. The Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Al-Mu'min al-Qawi, Al-Mu'min the strong believer, is much beloved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the weak one. So we need to strengthen our demand. And there is means and way to strengthen our demand. Okay? So a person has to be prepared for the anxiety before it comes by increasing your demand. Okay? Reflecting on things. Okay? Reflecting on this. You understand? This is made, you understand, reflecting on this, it, it will help a lot. Uh, a person has to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, remembering Allah, something very important, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, 
الا في ذكر الله تطمئن القلوب انديد وذ ريمبرنس اوف الله هارت ويل وين ساتسفاكشن هارت ويل وين ساتسفاكشن الله سبحانه وتعالى يقول واستعينوا بالصبر والصلاه بالفل Did he say something? Yes. Did he say something, sister? No. Okay, sorry. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, seek help in prayer and patience. You see? So when the problem happens and when he feels his anxiety and his worry, get up and make salah. Put your trust in Allah and call in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember the favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When the calamity falls in you, try to see the goodness and the favor of Allah. A good example, if your son passed away, but you have other children, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be able to take all the children and all the family. So instead of focusing about, I lost one of my children, focus about that I still have other children that I can look and enjoy them. If Allah, may Allah forbid, test you with some problems in your eye or one of your arms having that you could not use it anymore, try to reflect on what Allah has listed to you. You still have your list, you can walk, but you still have another hand you can use, you see. But still focusing about what you love. It's going to increase your anxiety and your worry and your sadness. So look in the other nikmah, the other blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you. From the things that will help you also to get out of this situation that you deal with, that you try to do your homework in time. Because anxiety also comes as a result of delayed work. You see, I will do this tomorrow. I will memorize this before the exam. You understand? I will, I will try to meet the brother five minutes before he leaves. You see, not to delay things. Try to do things in time. This will help you that you didn't have too much Homework, because when you have too much duties and obligation and be relaxing and doing things, this will put burden in you and this burden will make you worry and this worry will bring anxiety for you also. Also from the things that it can release the person of anxiety, you talk to the people of knowledge, the people of wisdom, the people who deal with things, Okay, related to what happened to you. Especially the people of Iman, the people of knowledge. Be in their company. Because when you sit in their company and hear something, it strengthens your Iman. Remind you about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there is nothing wrong that you talk to them about the problems that you deal with. And we can see that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we have different Sahaba in complaining about certain things we deal with. Like Khabbad. Khabbad ibn al-Arat, radiallahu anhu. With so much happening in Mecca. And he came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Once the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would lay down again in the Kaaba and say, Oh Prophet of Allah, why you don't make the heart for us? Why you don't ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove this hardship, this difficulty, the kuffar doing this and that to us? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he told him, Look how the Prophet dealt with the anxiety of Qatar. He reminded him about the people before. And he said that one of them, They used to bring him because it's faith, because it's belief. They used to lay the whole for him in the ground. What this believer, this Muslim 
time. Bunch of people, you are rushing. You are not patient. Wait, it's going to be better. You see? So sometimes we can go and talk to those people, but make sure you talk to the right person now. Just because somebody, he will make words to you. You understand? Things like this here. A person also by reflecting in the dunya and the, uh, a person also has to believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying in the ma'al-usri yusra, in the ma'al-usri Indeed with every difficulty there is relief. And with every difficulty there is relief. So we always have to understand that it's never going to stay like this. Okay? That soon or later is going to be a relief. So we always waiting and the relief and sure because Allah is saying that it's going to be relief. So when you know and you trust in the promise of Allah, this will calm down your anxiety and make it much, much easier in, in you. Uh, I'm sorry first for Brother Osman for taking uh, more than what I supposed to be taking out of the lecture. But for knowing that this subject is, is needed and is very important, although I didn't cover it as much as possible and uh, as much as I would like to. But inshallah, I hope that Allah forgive me for my uh, short coming. And one last thing that I would uh, like to say that thinking about this, always this is a remedy for many things, thinking about this, okay? And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa told us, Remember Allah, this, which is a destruction of all insurance. Whenever you remember this, if there is difficulty, it will become easy. And where it is, it becomes difficult. When it's large, you make it small. When it's small, it makes it big. You see? What's this? Because whenever you remember this, any problem you're dealing with, you'll know that it's going to be more severe about it. So he says that whatever I'm dealing with now is nothing. Like when the angel of death will come and snatch in your soul and it's so serious. And when you go in the grave and how the grave will squeeze the person and all the things. So always remember this. Because when you remember this, you complain about looking at money you got. When you die, you have no money. See? So now it will make you feel that what you got is a lot. Any time you remember this, it will change the condition that you are in. And I beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgiveness. And I will, uh, inshallah, again repeat and say, Ta'inu bi sabri wa salah. Seek help through prayer and prayer. Seek help through patience, prayer. When the calamity falls in you, listen to Allah. Turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before turning to anybody else. Turn to Allah in remembrance. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sufficient to remove your calamity and your anxiety. And don't forget to learn the dua that I told you about it, inshallah. Get a book of dua, make sure it's authentic, and read the dua, and say it with the trust in Allah, and you will see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will change your condition. With this, I come to conclusion to this speech. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, 
Rabwa, P.O. Box 29457 Saudi Arabia Phone 445-490-0 Also 491-6065 Feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh